You're listening to the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, the show that gives you short, story-based strategy sessions to which you can easily relate and take immediate action. Each episode is aimed to help you reduce the overwhelm, create massive clarity, instill you with the confidence you need to grow your business, and create a clear plan to get you there. So let's dive in with business strategist, mastermind facilitator, productivity expert, and your biz bestie host, Michelle Denio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Strategy in Small Doses. I'm so excited to be here with you today. We have another amazing guest expert. I have David Timish with me here today. I'm going to take a minute to introduce him. But I want to take a minute and really remind you guys that the power of connection and conversation is incredible. David would not be here today had we not had a conversation. We met on LinkedIn. We were connections. We engaged on each other's content. But then the conversation went offline, and now he's here to share his expertise. There's power in taking the conversation offline, all right? So let me take a quick minute to introduce David, then I'm going to pass the mic and let him share a little bit more about himself, and then we're going to dive right in because this is going to be an incredible conversation. I'm so excited to share it with you. So with over eight years of agency experience as a copywriter, David transitioned to starting his own business last summer during the pandemic. The pandemic has made such amazing uh, transitions for so many people. But from there, he found a passion for helping individuals to not just be given fish, but teach them how to fish. That is not to say doing the work for them to help them build their brand, but then teach them how to understand and build their own brands. After discovering an audience of other Christians like himself, he transitioned his business to working with other believers to help empower them to grow their business. David, thank you so much for being here. Please tell us a little bit more about you and who you are, what you do. Yeah, that was a great introduction. Um, I love that so much. So yeah, so like, like I said, it's just been such a crazy year. Uh, such a crazy journey, like you said, for a lot of people out there trying to start their own businesses, trying to make those shifts. So that was a journey for me as well. And I think that's always what I encourage everybody who I connect with on LinkedIn to think about is this idea that you don't have to just show up and have it all figured out right away. You just need to get out there because done beats perfect. And so putting yourself out there, putting your face out there, and then learning along the way is perfectly okay. In fact, that's what people love to see is the journey and the progression so I started last summer, kind of started my own business, do it for you, doing branding, doing marketing, doing writing. And then once I got involved in getting on LinkedIn, connecting with people, I found so many people who just loved engaging with what I was talking about, um, but they wanted more individual coaching. They wanted somebody to kind of help them to build their own brands, whether it be most of them solopreneurs, just kind of running their own business by themselves. And so I kind of transitioned what I was doing in order to create a program to help them to do that um, called the Brand Maker. And as you mentioned, um, coincidentally, if you will, um, so many of them just kind of were Christians as, as I am myself. And that became such a pillar of the business that now I have right now is coaching and working with Christian solopreneurs to help them better define their brands, clarify their audience and increase their qualified leads. Um, and, and like you said, it's just been that transition process. Yeah, absolutely. So I know we're going to touch on it. I want to make sure because it's a really important um, topic for all of our listeners here today to talk about your, your transition. And I know I remember seeing the post on LinkedIn about, about that. So we'll talk a little bit for, further about your, that transition in, in your own brand. But let's dive a little bit into quick action here. And if you could give a tip to all of our listeners, like what is your number one tip? when it comes to business or professional growth? Yeah, I think 
the the biggest tip is is also kind of one of the hardest um it seems simple and sometimes simple doesn't always mean easy and i think it's that authenticity to fully be yourself and what i always tell clients is if you're not afraid to push send on a post then you may not be saying something worth listening to and i know that might sound a little bit harsh but i think that that shows the reality that when you're putting yourself out there authentically there is going to be people, your people that are going to connect with what you're saying. And I know I've heard you say this as well, mm-hmm. is that idea that people feel the way you feel. And the reason you're scared to post it is because they're not talking about it because everyone is scared to talk about that thing. So mm-hmm. if you're willing to step up and be courageous and step into the person that you're meant to be, the person that you are and putting it out there in the world, people are going to be drawn into connecting with that. But just because I can say that simply does not make it easy because that's why people don't do it is because when you're actually truly vulnerable about things that are difficult and hard to talk about, that's not easy to put out into the world. Yeah. So let's dive, let, if you don't mind, let's talk about that. So for those of you yeah. listening, when I met with David, this is probably back in the spring of this year. Um, we talked all about branding and how he worked with solopreneurs and through his program and coaching and different things. And he really never, ever talked about it. I don't think at all during our conversation, mentioning that you work with Christian entrepreneurs. And I remember seeing the post, I don't know exactly when you put it out there, but I remember seeing the post of you really sharing that that was something that was really important to you. And it was something that was so important to you in your life that you really felt like you were, but you were afraid to put it out there on, you know, in as part of your business, but that you made that transition. And I'd love for you to just share a little bit with everybody, like what was kind of the driving force behind that or what really allowed you to push beyond that fear, beyond that and put yourself in that vulnerable place to say, no, this is important to me. And this is what I want to do as part of my brand, because right, you're a brand, you talk about being branding, personal branding and teaching other people to do that. So how did you make that shift? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what I talked about with a journey and people are going to be on with you on that journey. You were with me on that journey, right? Mm -hmm. You were, you were watching it happen and watching that transition. So you don't have to have it. So like I said, you don't have to have it all figured out and have it perfect before you get out there because you can kind of figure out that journey along the way. But for me, I think just with like anything that's a part of your identity, that's a part of who you are. I kind of came in afraid because of and I've had another post about this. Um, it's true of anything, anything that people make assumptions about who you are, what you believe, what you think based on one thing about you. Um, and that's true across the board. There's so many traits and things. There's, you know, that's why stereotypes exist. There's, there's just things that people are going to place on you. If you say, I'm this thing, this is some vulnerable thing about me. People are gonna be like, oh, I make all these assumptions about who you are. And so similarly, I was afraid to kind of talk about my faith because, you know, when people say, hey, I'm a Christian, that comes with a lot of baggage because people have had different experiences in their lives, um, some good, some really not good. And so when you put that out there, you're going to have some visceral responses from people who are going to have strong opinions about you. And so, of course, like with most things, you're just a little timid to put yourself out there and to talk about that element of things. And when you talk about a professional setting, I think a lot of people feel this way is you try to stay as neutral as possible Mm -hmm. because you don't want to offend anybody. And so even for me, it's a classic element that everyone needs somebody to 
show them like a mirror of themselves. You can't do it yourself because there's a reality that even I, who am going out there helping people to dig into who they are, put their brand out into the world. When it came to myself, I needed to find other people to support me too, other coaches, other people speaking to my life to encourage me to say, David, this is a big part of who you are. This Mm -hmm. is, this is, this is a big part of your identity. You need to put that on the world. And so I actually took off some time, a few weeks off of like really talking about my business um, publicly, just so I could kind of reevaluate and rebrand and say, yeah, I'm going to rebrand myself and realize that this is going to be a part of the identity of my business. So that's another encouragement to the people who are listening to is to not be afraid to take those shifts and to move those steps. Because I think sometimes you think, wow, I've been doing this thing. And if I shift to that, then people are going to think they don't know what they're doing and they're just seem uh-huh. lost. But for the most part, people are not tracking you that closely that they're even going to notice. <laughs> exactly. And even if they do, they're not going to be like, oh, look at this clown over here shifting things up. They're going to be like, oh, cool. I wonder what they're doing now. And if they're those kind of fans in your life, the people that want to be a part of your circle, they're going to be supportive of you and they're not going to tear you down. Right. And, you know, I think this is a great point when it comes to personal branding. And I know that you and I have talked a lot about this and I share a lot about this in the content is that we are not here to serve everybody. Right. And it's okay to put your most authentic self out there because the reality is, is that we can't serve everybody. There's just, it's not even physically possible. So putting those identifiers on yourself, whether you call them, you know what I mean? And it really just makes it so that you're speaking to the right people, right? It does not mean that I may not put in my profile that, you know, I am a Christian or whatnot, but it doesn't mean that I can't work with you, right? But I also now know that if I work with you, that that is something that is going to be a part of your brand. It's a part of your programs. It's a part of who you are. It's a part of what you teach. And I now can make that decision very easily as to whether or not I'm okay with that or I'm not. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. And it doesn't mean that you're not a good coach or a branding strategist. It means that we're not a good fit together. And so being able to show up in that authentic self really allows you to attract those right fit clients. And so what do you think was the hardest part about doing that? Like what, what was the scariest part about it? Do you think for yourself or if you were, if somebody else is listening, thinking, there's something inside of them. I know a lot of people, it either comes down to faith or spirituality. Um, I know there's a lot of people that believe in the woo-woo world that are afraid to talk about it because they don't want to be seen as like weird or something like that. So if there's somebody listening, which I know there is, that feels like there's a piece of them that they are keeping secret or maybe buried because of their perceived business model, what, what, would, you, what would you tell them? to do? What action can they take? Yeah. So the biggest thing, you know, like I think I mentioned just that you tell clients is if you're, if you're talking to everybody, then you're talking to nobody. Um, and I think even big, big box brands are starting to recognize that more and more where they're, they're stepping out to take stands on social issues and they're taking stands on um, sometimes politics. And they're just, they're just, they're representing, this is what we stand for. You can, relate to us because of who we are and what we're standing for. Um, I do think there's a difference, you know, we're not, I won't get into this between big brands and individuals, mm-hmm. um, put making those kinds of statements, but you, as if, for example, if you're a solopreneur, if you're somebody running your own business, you really are the face of the brand. You really are representing the brand because that's, that's who you are because you, you, the, the that's why you call it solopreneurs because it's 
it's just you. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have that control over what you want to do. And I think, like I mentioned, people are fearful to step out because, you know, the biggest thing is, is fear of judgments, um, fear of people putting thoughts on you, expecting things from you or people thinking assumptions about you that may not be true. Um, no matter what it is, like you mentioned, you know, spirituality, but it could be a whole host of things um, mm -hmm. that people put on you could be about the way you look. Um, but it also could just be about something about you. People aren't going to tell right away. Um, and I really like what you said, Michelle, when you talked about the idea that the right people are going to, are going to find you and stay in your circle. And I think the biggest fear for me was you're afraid of losing your audience, mm -hmm. um, that you've spent time building. And this is talking about a social platform, if that's how you're growing your business or email list or, or whatever right. you're putting out there that people are going to say, well, this person made a huge shift or they, they, they made a change and I don't like it. And I had people message me who told me that, you know, they said, Hey, um, I don't like that you're doing this. I don't think this is appropriate for a professional platform. I'm going to unfollow you. And I saw some decline in my, my followers on LinkedIn. And at first I was like, shoot, I made a huge mistake. I should not have done this. But then of course, right after that, you get messages from people being like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait to follow you. This is exactly what I needed to hear. Please tell me more. How can I get involved with what you're doing? And I'm like, oh, wow, this is a lot of excitement from people who are now connecting with me at a deeper level because I put something out there that they feel the same way that I do and they're too mm -hmm. afraid to do it. So for anyone out there who feels like they have something about themselves that they're too afraid to put out there, sometimes you just need to take that step out into the world and kind of just put yourself out there and be like, here I am and then mm -hmm. see who comes and finds you. And if people reject you, then they were never your people in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I think that it's, it's powerful. And a lot of people don't talk about it enough. And that was one of the big, you know, when I saw that you, you took that you had the courage to put yourself out there and make that change. I knew that was what I really wanted to. And I'm actually like, really glad that you did that before we had our I know we talked a while back about bringing it on the podcast. And I'm so happy that this transition happened you know, and that we are able to bring this part of it onto the podcast versus just general brand strategy, because, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but, you know, there's a yeah. lot of people that talk about branding, but this is really, really powerful and important to your personal brand, because there's so many people, again, we feel like we should be doing something, or we feel like, you know, I'm on this podcast right now with pink hair. I don't care. Like, if you're offended by it, like, sorry, you know, but we, we tend to stifle our own personal feelings and things that are important to us. And, you know, the reality is, is that it's not up to us to make those decisions for other people, what they're going to like, or what they're not going to like that. I can't, I cannot possibly make all those assumptions, nor do I understand, nor is there any way I can actually feel all of it? So your job really is to show up as your most authentic self, right? Because again, mm -hmm. those people are going to resonate with you. And I love that you said, you know, people actually messaged you and told you that they were annoyed by it or that they didn't agree with it. You know what? Thank you very much for letting me know that you're not somebody I want to deal with, you know? Right. And, and they were always people who I didn't know particularly exactly. well. I hadn't interacted with. They're not people I've talked to one-on-one, -on -one, like you talked about that, taking things offline. They're all people who are just kind of loosely following me. Right. Um, and so when I lost, when I lost to them, I realized you know, I probably wasn't going to get them as a client, um, just from a business perspective. And even from a personal level, clearly they're not interested in getting to know me because they just exactly. made an assumption based on one thing that I said. 
Yeah, and actually, you know what, in a lot of ways, sometimes putting something out there that might be a little bit polarizing is a great way for you to see who your serious followers are, because the haters yeah. always show up, right? The haters always show up when you put something out there that's polarizing. So um, mm -hmm. I think that it, it's just par for the course. And I know Grant Cardone says, if you're not, if you don't have haters, you don't have enough eyes on you. you know? yeah. <laughs> and, and I think truth. on the flip side that we're been focusing on like audience and the perception, I think there's something inside of us that also reacts really well to um, there's, there's mindset around how you're presenting yourself and what you're putting out into the world. And if you know, there's a big part of who you are that you're too scared to talk about, that's going to hold you back as you're putting things out there into the world. There is a lot of, at first it's really scary. Obviously we talked about that, but there's also something very relieving about putting yourself out into the world and being like, I don't have to censor myself really, mm -hmm. you know, like this part of me, that's such an important part and it's freeing and it gives you more confidence and it gives you more of an ability to authentically attract people and just to be the person you are. Um, so even the last month or so, since I've made this transition since early September, it's been so amazing to see the reaction from other people, but also the internal element of things and the, and what it does inside of you. So for any of your listeners out there who are thinking about putting that thing out there about themselves that they may be a little scared about. It's not only what your audience is going to do with how you're going to feel about yourself by putting oh it gosh, out there. It's going to be so that. free. I love that point. I love that point. And it is. And like you, you know, I think you mentioned too, is that, you know, being your most authentic self is where, where your success lies, you know, yeah. because like you said, you're stif when you're stifling yourself, you know, at some point you're going to get burnt out. You're going to feel it, at some point it's going to, you're going to hit that rock bottom or at the top of where you can no longer continue to maintain this facade of not really truly putting yourself out there. And that is so important mm -hmm. with branding. So um, if you could give our listeners like one immediate action, whether it's in regards to, you know, their person, their personal brand or something to do from a more business brand perspective, or what would you say? I know you made the point here about, you know, asking yourself if your post scares you a little bit, but from a branding perspective, because that's still what you do, obviously, is your, yeah. you know, your brand strategist. What's, what's an immediate action that people can take and look at from both personal and business branding? Yeah, so the, the brand maker program that I run, then we have three pillars where it's make it a story, make it simple, make it stick. Um, so a big part of branding is telling your story because since the dawn of time, that's how information has been most clearly um, remembered and articulated is through storytelling um, prior to written word. And so I always encourage people to say there's something innate in us that loves a good story, that remembers the story. They're not going to always remember all the details, but they remember the story and how it made them feel. So transitioning whatever it is you do into a story is so important. And again, it's one of those things where I can simply say it, but that doesn't mean it's easy to do. If it was easy to do, everyone would do it. But I think what I always encourage people to do is to write down their whole story as long as it takes, you know. Um, within reason, but just writing it all down and putting it out into the world and then reading it for somebody or a couple people that they trust, um, that they know care for them and want to, you know, cheer them on and ask them to pull out two or three points that really stand out to them at the end of that story. It's like, what did you remember about this story that I just told you about everything mm -hmm. about my business and who I am? What are the two or three points that really stand out to you? And to write those down. And the more people you tell, if it's those same points again and again, now you have two or three points. So you're like, this is really what I need to be focusing on because this is what's connecting with people. This is what's standing out to people. Um, and if those people you ask can be a part of your target audience, all the better. 
Mm -hmm. um, but that's just a simple place to start is just people, you know, who, um, you know, and I say people, you know, so that you're more comfortable telling them, um, if it's something that is a little more vulnerable, like we talked about. Um, but there's always going to be those key points because, and I've done it with clients. They tell me that's nothing that, that that's right. just something that happened to me. And I was like, no, that's your thing. That that's going to be the thing that's going to separate you from everyone else. They're like, really? I just, that just happened to me. Like, I don't, okay. And then they start putting it out there and they come back. They're like, David, I started telling people this thing. And they're just like, love it. And now they're just following me. And, um, it's it, like I said, you just can't look at yourself accurately in a mirror. You need someone else from the outside to help you. Um, Michelle, I think that's what you do really well as well with your clients. And I think that's something that everyone needs is an outside perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's so funny because I was just actually on like a power hour session with somebody prior to this and I was looking through and I said something, she was telling me her story and I was like, why I've never, ever seen that in your content. Why have we never seen that? And she's like, well, I don't know. Isn't it just, you know, usually the key pieces to your story are the ones that you think are like the smallest piece. And I think that's such an incredible tip. So I'm just going to yeah. um, reiterate that, like find somebody and ask them, like tell the story and ask them to pick out the points, right? Because we're all too close to our own stories. We get in our own heads. We've said it a million times and we feel like, oh my gosh, well, yeah, we've already said that and people have heard it. But I love, love, love that tip, David. That's amazing. Like, I love that tip to be able to just say, like, tell me the points that stuck out to you and being able to do this over and over. I, I would bet, and I'm sure you see this all the time in your program, that the key points are very, very similar all the time that people pull out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and it's always the things that they feel are less the least yeah, important. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Something that usually they feel like is just like, well, everyone deals with that right it's like but not the way you just described it or no they don't <laughs> like that's not normal <laughs> but that's pretty cool that that happened to you yeah. um and that's a big part of your journey and sometimes it's hard right sometimes those are traumatic events that happen that that's why people don't want to talk about them um but, but you're never alone with anything there's right. always going to be people out there that will connect with whatever the thing is that happened to you they're going to be like that thing happened to me too Exactly. And, and you got to understand what your brand is and what you're selling. And obviously like, you don't have to tell everyone everything, but there's always going to be those personal things that are really going to connect with the right people. So, and that kind of ties in everything we've been talking about today. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing. I'm going to wrap it up. How can people connect with you? Um, how can they find more information out about your program? If they are struggling with this story and just their brand in general, like what, where can people find you? How can they connect? What can they do to work with you? Yeah. I mean, the best way to connect with me is to find me on LinkedIn. Um, I accept basically every LinkedIn request. Um, if you send it with a little message saying you want to connect further, I would love to chat with you um, just for a half hour and just help you to figure out how to tell your story, um, give you some more tips. Maybe you can tell it to me and I can help pull out some things that would really help you. Um, mm -hmm. But literally LinkedIn would be the best way. I know my, my the spelling of my name is a little tough, but it'll be, I'll make sure it's in the um, show notes. For sure. Make sure yeah. it's in the show yeah. notes so you can find it. <laughs> Um, so please do connect with me. I love connecting with people. Um, even if you think the program isn't right for you, I still just love chatting with people just to help them to tell their story to the world. Cause I just think it's so important. Everyone's got a story to tell. And I think it's so important that your story is going to help somebody. Your story is going to make a connection. It's going to multiply that impact. So at nothing else, I want to help you tell it. So please connect. Awesome. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we'll definitely make sure that the link is in the show notes for you to, you can just click on it, connect with him, have a conversation, take him up on his offer. Seriously. I mean, he's easy to talk to. I promise you that. I mean, obviously you should gather that by now after this 20 minutes we've been chatting, but take him up on his offer because it is so powerful to have a second set of eyes and ears listening and being able to just pull those things out of you. So please, please, please connect with David, take him up on that, have a conversation. And um, I wish you the best thing. Thank you so much, David, for being here and being Thank you. willing to share your personal story and your branding and getting a little vulnerable. And I look yeah. forward to seeing what more comes for you. Absolutely. Love watching your stuff too. It's great. Awesome. Take care. We'll talk soon, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it, and tag Michelle on social media, or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi-monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again, and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.